Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. So today I want to talk about vulnerability hangovers. And what this really means is have you ever shared something about yourself or peeled back the veil a little bit and showed more of your true essence and then immediately or shortly thereafter wanted to take it back? We've all been there. It's part of growth. What I have found is that the more and more that I speak my truth, the more and more I share about who I am and what I believe in my convictions, the more I experience these vulnerability hangovers. And for a while there, it was pretty intense. I would have frequent, (laughs) frequent uh, having to coach myself through wanting to pull something down or delete it or remove it. And as I continued to show up to myself and say, it's okay, like it's going to be okay. Like this, this was an alignment. This is, this is needed. It's gotten so much better, but this is ongoing. I don't expect that this will ever be done. It's It's part of our growth. And I think that the minute that I stop feeling these vulnerable hangovers is really a a sign that I've stopped playing this game that I'm here to play. So let's let's break this down a little bit. So I honestly thought that I came up with this term, vulnerability hangover. I mean, I don't know if I really thought that, but I genuinely, it came from like a genuine place. I was having a conversation with a team member and I was explaining how I felt. And I was like, I feel hungover, but it's not like I've been drinking, but it's just from sharing these parts of me. And it's just like a vulnerability hangover. And it just became something that I have frequently used in conversation of just like, ah, a vulnerability hangover is going to come from this. That's for sure, you know. Um, But it was recently I was listening to a podcast and the woman on there talked, just mentioned that she was having a vulnerability hangover. And the way that she said that, I knew that she didn't just make that up on the fly and she didn't get that from me. 
So this came from somewhere. And so with a quick Google search, I instantly learned that this was coined from Brene Brown. And, you know, I have read her work in the past. I have watched her YouTube videos. So certainly this likely was in my realm of consciousness and I didn't fully get it until I fully embodied it. And then it was like coming through me as if it was me, but really it was just there something for me to pull from so anyway she does a really great job of of explaining it or defining it i guess you could say so she says a vulnerability hangover is the gut-wrenching feeling of shame and fear that pops right after we undertake an emotional risk it refers to the aftermath we experience in the form of an emotional cringe upon deciding to put ourselves out there we put ourselves out there from a place of alignment. And then we, now we can also put ourselves out there from a place of non-alignment. And certainly this is going to um, kick up some regret, right? It's a little bit different because I really think of a vulnerability hangover as being something that is, we're following our path or we're following, you know, the upgrade knowing that this is a difficult conversation we have to have, um, knowing that we need to show more parts of our true self, knowing that we need to stop hiding, uh, you know, these types of things. And it's when we show this truest part of ourselves that our ego wants to quickly cover that back up or take that back because we've never experienced this before. We're stepping out of our zone of familiarity and we're stepping into a potential discomfort. And this is that knee-jerk protection mechanism of, ah, we've never you know, experienced this state of being able to show ourselves or, or live in this state of truth. And now I want to cover this back up. Certainly on the other end of this conversation uh, is and where this you know where you might resonate with this too is let's say that you actually do drink too much and you do say things most of the time this is going to be saying things that are not in alignment to you this is where you might want to throw you know like out victim somebody or because you did this now this gives me the permission to do this or you know, bring up something that you've been holding on to, grudges that you release, but it's not done in the name of power. You know, it's done from a, a, a disempowered place. And so that's that's more like ego leveraging an opportunity to 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 have like a self-righteous moment. So again, not the same, but certainly the sensation of that experience can be similar. So for me, the experience that I have walked is when I share something a lot, or let's say, for example, I do a podcast interview with somebody or I do an interview with somebody. And immediately after I think, wow, that felt really good. The energy felt really good. As the day goes on, my ego will start to find something to pick on. 
And it'll be something very simple, like, did you really mean what you said there? I mean, I think you could have said this and this would be better. And it just gives me something to fixate on. And that's typically the merry-go-round, right? That either I'm going to step on this merry-go-round and I'm going to feed into this fixation or I'm going to diffuse this. Now, again, every time that we stretch beyond this land of familiarity, ego throws a bit of a tantrum. And so especially with showing ourselves or speaking up or, you know, like I said, like speaking our truth, um, it's going to try to find something to bring you back down because the vibration of speaking your truth is quite high. The vibration of being vulnerable in the pure sense is quite high. So anything to bring us back down is what <laughs> is what the name of the game is here with ego. So if it, if it can't get me on that, it'll find something else. And Again, I've been doing this long enough. I can catch that pretty quickly. Um, if it compounds though, like let's say there's a lot of things being stirred up in my life and it just feels like it compounds, like it can be a little bit more slippery slope of like where I feed into it or I choose to get on that merry ground for a minute. But if I continue to diffuse it, continue to say, well, thank you for bringing that to my attention. But actually like I think, you know, my intention was good. You know, I I think that if that's the way I said it, then that must be the way it's meant to land. You know, there have been times where um, because of the the ego just consistently, consistently bringing something to my attention, I have had to re-listen to it, re-listen to the interview, re-listen to or reread the post, reread the email, whatever it is, you know, like, and after I do, I'm like, it's totally fine. You know, like it's, it's what I meant. It's, it feels good, but where it has got me is when I am most vulnerable, I guess, so to speak, which is waking me up in the middle of the night or right before going to sleep. And it's like, if you feed into a little bit, and you guys have all done this, if you feed into a little bit, it'll just keep giving you more to feed it, right? And it's just like, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and you're just making the energy of it bigger. And so I have woken up in the middle of the night and had to like have that higher level conversation with myself of like, this is just ego it is fine, go back to bed, right? Like having just like, it's good. This is a good thing. It's good for ego to be stressed out right now because that means that you have put yourself out there. Like that, that is what you're supposed to be doing. It's what we're all supposed to be doing in our own beautiful ways, right? Because if we're not actively upgrading our lives, if we're not actively walking the path to upgrade our lives, I guess we could say, like this is part of that path. This is part of walking that path is that there are emotional risk because we're evolving ourselves. 
We're choosing to step out of drama. We're choosing to step out of moments of being right or self-righteousness. We're choosing to step out of victim consciousness. We're choosing to level ourselves up. We're choosing to take full responsibility. And this comes with significant emotional risk. And then for those of you who are choosing to be leaders in this movement, then yes, every time you show yourself, right? Every time it's going to flare up. And to what degree? Just really depends on what level you're playing in. So the fascinating thing is that I have not had an emotional vulnerability or a vulnerability hangover in like over a month. And this was really, really big for me because I was and am putting myself out there and it feels like I have been able to, I guess, be in a new land of familiarity, if that makes sense. So it's like I've busted through that discomfort and now I'm in a different circle of this and now I'm going to play here for a bit. And as I continue to play here and as I continue to evolve and as I continue to do more and show more, like it's going to start stirring up again. And I'm going to go through the whole process again until I reach that new level. Okay, now I'm here. And then I start playing there until ego starts stirring up. And then I work through all that and then I'm at a new level, right? It's like every single level, every single upgrade, we're working through the discomfort of busting through this new level of making the unfamiliar familiar, of making the unfamiliar safe to our ego. It's, it's the path of this emotional side of this work. So inside of, I guess inside of all of the containers, there are conversations that can be triggering or activating. But especially inside of the Vitalized Mastermind. I mean, these women are raising their hand because they want more for their quality of life, whether that's deeper relationships, whether that's balancing out their polarities, their masculine and feminine energies, whether that's greater abundance, whether that's greater health, whether that's healing, um, you know, wounds of, you know, trauma in the lineage, what, whatever this is, it's saying, I want more. Like, I'm so grateful for everything that I have right now, and I want more, which is our innate state. Our innate state is to be so grateful and want more. That's how we evolve. It's, it's the whole game that we're playing is walking this path of knowing that it is your birthright to have the things that your heart desires. And so in this space, these women are signing up to have these vulnerability hangovers where they are asking questions or they are sharing what they're going through and receiving love and feedback. And 
it's big work to share in a space, especially if there's sisterhood wounds and you're in a, a, a container of women who are walking this journey with you. But if you don't have trust issues or, or you know, if, 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 you know, like I said, you have these sisterhood wounds where, you know, maybe it's like every friend you have, you know, there's some sort of betrayal or story there. So when they share, I often say like, okay, just remember, like it's very common to want to take it back. It's very common to be like, oh my gosh, why did I decide to ask for support on this? Um, Or why did I type all that out and hit send? Or whatever the case may be. And one of the women who had a a pretty incredible breakthrough recently uh, said, it feels a lot like when you make a big purchase and then instantly have buyer's remorse. And I was like, yeah, that's that's how it could feel too. It's like you're doing it from a place of alignment and ego freaks out, right? It's like making this purchase is in a really great place. Like you know it's your next step and ego wants to tell you all the reasons why it's going to fail and all the reasons why it won't work because at the end of the day, ego is trying to keep you safe. It's your brain loving you so big to try to keep you safe and for you to be able to discern the difference of true fear and ego fear, right, is a really big deal. So these vulnerability hangovers, not a term that I made up, (laughs) but certainly something I experience and I anticipate will continuing, will continue to experience forever. I don't know how I would reach a point where I'm like, okay, I'm good no longer experiencing uh, what it means to uh, share and put myself out there. Because on this path, we're always evolving. So we're always embodying something deeper or we work through something that was hard or a desire comes through and we walk that path of, of the gap right? The, the gap, the in-between of having the desire and not having it yet. And so there's a whole lot of things that can happen along that path. So that's what it means. So if you feel that way after sharing something with someone you love that's or putting yourself out there or writing a post that you felt called to do, and then you want to take it back, that is why that is happening. So you have to be able to sit with yourself and say, what is true? Did I write that place from my heart? Did I write from a place, did I write from a place that was from my heart? Did I share this from a place of alignment? It is very different, very, very different energy than to do that from a place of self-righteousness or to do that from a place of victim consciousness there is a difference and you can you energetically can feel that even in the online space right you can tell the people that who have no problem sharing their convictions 
um, and commenting on every person that opposes them and they will try to convince them that they're right and they're wrong. Like that is not the kind of energy that I'm interested in working with or the kind of energy that I'm interested in attracting because yes, there are, my convictions are rooted in, uh, the laws of health, the laws of healing and universal law. And those convictions aren't wavering. And I walk with such curiosity and I walk with knowing that I am here for evolution. And it's not my job to go around trying to convince people that I'm right and they're wrong. It's more the path of I share my truth and those who resonate on the same frequency as me will join me. That's who I'm here for. And I'm not, I, I don't make assumptions about who's ready or who's not ready. It's literally a frequency you're on or you're not. And that's how, that's how this works. But if I were to go around and spend my time commenting on every post and trying to convince people how right I am and how wrong they are, like that's to me not going to have a vulnerability hangover because it's not done in the energy of openness. It's done in the energy of ego. Truly, like, I'm right, you're wrong. So when we share from a place of being willing to be seen, working on healing our shadow self, working on deeper forgiveness, working on raising our vibration, working on healing relationships. We do so in the context of taking that full responsibility. The full responsibility that we've created everything that we have in front of us. And the full responsibility that choice always exists. And what do we choose? Because whatever energy we choose it in, that energy of choice is really powerful because I can choose to do, um, let's say to do this podcast. I could say, this is something I have to do. Uh, I don't want to do this, but I'm choosing to do it. It's my choice. So even on my most stressful day, if this is something I'm choosing to do, then my choice gets to be drenched in gratitude. It gets to be drenched in my power to choose this. It's completely different energy. When we look at the choices that we're making every single day and saying if we're making these choices that we're choosing to make these choices, so therefore how can we change our energy around how we feel about these choices? It starts to change things really quickly. So I'd love for you to think about vulnerability hangovers in your life. What was that knee-jerk reaction 
of ego? How does your ego work or show up for you? Like I said, for me, it starts out with little whispers. It tries to find that weak spot. It tries to get me to fixate on something. It tries to get me to get on that merry-go-round where I can't get it out of my mind. If you get on the merry-go-round, you have to take a time out. Because if you get on that merry-go-round, you will not get off unless you consciously choose to get off. It'll take you for a spin. It'll halt your life in its tracks. It'll stop you from making the having the biggest breakthrough, biggest upgrades, biggest upleveling of your life. Because it'll find one thing and it'll create the biggest story out of that one thing. And before you know it, you'll believe it. If you don't consciously say, ah, I see. This is that thing she's talking about. This is a vulnerability hangover. I'm just feeling vulnerable because I took an emotional risk. And my ego is not familiar with this new level that I'm in. So it wants to bring me back where I was. But I don't want to go back. I want to keep growing. So I'm going to make this my new comfort zone. And I'm going to overcome every single vulnerability hangover that I have, even if it's every single day, until I reach this new comfort zone. And then I'm going to push it again. And I'm going to go through it again and again and again. Because that's how I know I'm growing. That's how I know I'm upgrading. And again, it may not be as frequent or as persistent as what this walk has been for me. But it's there. And if it's not there, how does that reflect back in your life? Do you feel stuck right now? Do things feel stagnant? Do things feel like it's just another day of the same? Are you taking responsibility for your life? Or are you actively working in that victim mindset where it's everybody's fault but yours? Right? Like these are like the really hard, honest conversations. And and the thing about the victim mentality, it's like it's it's always there for every single one of us in some ways right? It's not like, oh, snap my fingers. Okay. I'm fully responsible responsible, and I'm never going to activate victim consciousness again. No. If I can see it in somebody else, then it exists in me too. It's a really hard thing to know. But if I can see it in somebody else, in which I can, I know it's there in me too. I have the awareness I activate the power of choice. I watch for it. But I don't know if it ever goes away. It just shapes differently. Might have it in subtle areas of my life versus running the show. It used to run the show for me very loudly. And my life was a reflection of that. When I was able to activate my power and was willing to take responsibility for my life and not try to place the blame on anyone else or the circumstances, things sure changed in a hurry. It was the way. It was always right there in front of me. I just couldn't see it. 
So think about how often you have these hangovers or what this, how does this resonate? Why, why was this message here for you today? What was the purpose for you and this conversation? What is your breakthrough moment from this? And what are you going to do about it? As always, I love to hear from you. I am getting more and more comfortable on Instagram. So if you want to direct message me there, I would love to direct message you back. Facebook works too. I would just love to know how this landed. All right. Take care. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely awakening.